Hey, <laughs> if you've been following me, and I hope you have, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, shout out to you for it. Thank you so much. Listen, since we just did the sacral chakra and it has to do with relationships, I thought it'd be nice to offer this week actually a guided meditation in regards to um, past life connection in relationships. I just think this would be a handy place to have this. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information on it, and then we're going to dive into how you can process a past life connection. So I hope that you get a lot from the time together. Um, you're listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, so I'm one of those people that realize that things happen for a reason. So a lot of times when people come into our life and we're really feeling a connection, whether it's a positive or a negative, it's often because we're um, they're there to teach us a lesson. Perhaps it's a reflection on an aspect of something that we're trying to learn about, whether it's a push away thing that we don't want to deal with anymore um, because it's not really for our highest good, or it's actually something that we're supposed to learn and empower ourselves with, right? We all have those people that drive us crazy or just are annoying and we need to speak our truth and move away from them or other people that we want to emulate, right? But um, I also feel like there are many occasions where you just can't shake someone, whether it's the boyfriend or the girlfriend or the, or I don't know, just the friend or whatever, or you're just really pulled or drawn or attracted to on a soul level to someone else. And oftentimes when I do work with people, it's because there is a past life connection. So I thought it would be um, a beautiful opportunity for me to give you some pointers on how you might want to go about processing this or uncovering more when you feel that um, there might be a past life link to someone. Now, of course, some of you are like, "Ooh, I don't even believe in past lives. Um, okay, I hear you, you know, teach their own. You can, you don't have to believe in past lives. You can also use this meditation. I can't believe I'm saying this. Can you, can, did you hear me? I'm actually getting this wisdom from spirit realm and they're feeding this to me as I say to you, which is why my guided meditations go so slow kind of, but right now I'm like going back to them going, okay, wait, what are we saying? They're saying <laughs> that this stuff can be used for anything and anything and anyone at any time. It doesn't have to necessarily make you believe that there's a past life link. It's really about finding out what's going on here and what's this about and um, what's the deeper meaning or the deeper, deeper level. Do you know, parenthetical aside, when I get these um, kind of uh, <laughs> nuances from spirit, sometimes, do you remember when we were talking before and I was teaching you about all the ways that we receive psychic information? That goes for me too. So sometimes depending upon who's talking to me, it comes out as a vibrational frequency and I have to interpret what the vibration is relaying to me or, you know, I want to say saying to me, but sometimes it is in claircognizance or it's on a vibrational plane of claircognizance or it's vibrationally clear audience, right? So I can hear it. But um, 
or they just want a straight channel through me. And sometimes I do that. I wonder if you can recognize the difference when I'm speaking to you and all of a sudden I go into channel mode where they're just like constants. Just step aside. We're going to speak through you. And I say we because I work with different energy levels in spirit. It's all good, though. Listen, it is all good. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. It's all good. Um, you know, or trust yourself, right? If this resonates with you, stick with it. Other people, this is going to annoy the heck out of because it's just not going to vibrate with them at their frequency. So it's fine. No, no worries. I'm not worried about that. Okay, so... <laughs> They're saying, okay, stop recording, go on to the next bit. <laughs> okay, so here's what I invite you to do. So let's say that person comes to mind, that certain person that you can't shake or, the you know, good, bad, or indifferent, right? Spirit saying. So I want you to take, um, give, give the experience that I'm going to tell you undivided attention. Spirit says it all works, always works better. You know, it's like sitting with a close friend, which is you, your soul, right? So don't do this on a walk because otherwise you might ruminate and kick up the conscious mind or your ego mind or what you want it to be or what you're pretending it's being or what you would like to, it to believe. And you'll go off into fantasy world. And this is not about fantasy. It's logistical soul information. And the best way to do that, Spirit is saying, is to sit in where you're going to have no interruption. So whether it's a quiet room or a quiet space outside, whatever, or in your car, <laughs> or whatnot, where you can take some time to be alone, turn off the phone, grab a notebook if you want. It, the reason why the notebook is just because sometimes information comes quickly and you want to remember it for later, or sometimes you don't want to remember it at all. But for those of you that like to write it down, <laughs> they're saying Constance likes to write it down because she likes to go back and go, what was that thing that I got on you know, January 26th in 2023? What was that about? Or what's that connection with that person about? And then what happens is a lot of times I'll see numerous signs and, and coming at me throughout the course of the week afterwards to just kind of proof positive to go, there it is, you know, here's some physical illustrations in the world for you. And spirit and I laugh all the time because my angels throw me the signs, right? Or guides throw me the signs. It's usually my angels. Although sometimes my father right there, because he's in spirit realm, is like, don't forget me. Yes, dad, you help me out a lot. Parents always want credit for so many things, right? <laughs> Showering us with blessings and such. So, all right, let me tell you what you do. So after you've gotten cozy and comfortable and giving undivided attention, which, um, means maybe eyes closed even, right? Yeah. So what I want you to do is to eyes closed and imagine that person standing before you. See them in your mind's eye completely, what they look like. Um, and if you can't do that, it's okay to have a picture unless it's creepy to have a picture because it's someone that you don't know and you're like, what's my connection to them? <laughs> then that might not be good. But just otherwise imagine them or think of their name. And really what you're going to do is take them or the um, name of them or whatever, and you're going to hold it up to the light. You're going to ask two different areas here. You can ask the light, which is source, God, all that is highest truth you name it, whatever you works resonates with you, universe, cosmic all, great spirit, goddess, whatever works for you. Hold it up to that, I'm going to say to the light, 
and say, I want to connect on my relationship with this person is, can I get information? And if you need to put your hands on your heart and close your eyes, you know, put your hands on your heart. Can I get information on this person right now? You're going to either hear a yes, yes. You're going to feel a yes, yes. Remember all the claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairsensation might get warmth in your, beneath your hands. Um, on your heart. Yes, you have permission to ask about this person. Listen, I'm not teaching you to psychically go into that person and get information on their life. I'm just asking soul to to cosmos. Can I talk about this person? Can I talk to you about this person and find more information? If you get a yes, then you can go forward. But if you get a no, ask why? <laughs> Do you remember? Remember me, investigative reporter? Why? Why can't I ask about this person? And then sometimes you might hear because you won't believe it or now's not the time. In which case then go further and say, well, when is the right time? Or what do I need to do to be ready for the information that you're going to give me? Because sometimes they say you're not going to believe it or you're too tired or now's like, like not the best time or you have preconceived notions. So then go, well, what are my preconceived notions? See what you're doing? You're doing a back and forth dialogue with the greater good. I would like to know about my relationship with this person. And I would like to know as soon as possible about that. You know, I never take no for an answer. <laughs> I just don't. So I don't want you to either when you're communicating with, right? Because we've already gone through how the relationship goes with communicating when you get information back and forth on the ways that spirit communicates with us. So you don't take no for an answer. You say, what do I need to know first? And then maybe that's in and of itself, its own journey, you know, because maybe they're like, oh, you'll wait, you'll make it up or whatever. In, in which case then you say to your soul, okay, I am open and receptive. My heart is open. My mind is open. I am clean, clean and clear for any and all truth. And all I want is the truth in this experience. If you need to douse yourself with light, if you need to ask the heavens to rain light on you, to cleanse and clear you so that you will be clear and the information will be accurate. Do that, right? Don't forget from our earlier lessons, source information is going to come quickly back to you. It's the first thing that comes to your heart, mind awareness. You're going to pose a question. The answer is going to come back, right? Because you've set the intention to get truth on this relationship. And so when source or the light or divine or cosmos comes back to you, you remember all the stuff that you've learned thus far. Listen, and if you're new to this soul awareness with Constance Mesmer, go back and listen to the previous ones. This is builds upon, builds upon, builds upon <laughs> these lessons. So you're going to know you're hooked into truth. You're not going to um, move in with fear, disbelief, over-eagerness. You're not going to have any of that. You're just going to cleanse and clear like we've done in the past. And you're going to pose the question, can I get information about this person in this connection? So you get your yes, you can ask about this person. So... <laughs> Listen, you can be as funny as you want. You can say, what the heck is up with this person? Tell me everything about my, you know, my connection to and relationship in with this person. You could, you could do it that this is about you having, you know, nice dialogue and relationship with spirit. Right. But you can also say, um, this is the person I'm talking about. 
you know, one, do, is there a connection with that person? Which seems like a silly question, but ask it anyway, it gets the ball rolling. You get a yes. Is there a past life connection? You get a yes or a no. You could, if you get a yes, for those of you that believe in past lives, or you can even ask, what is my connection to this person? What does this teach me? You know, but let's go with the past life. Those of you that don't believe it, just plug your ears and go la, 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 la while I talk. So if you get, yes, there's a past life, say, tell me, show me about the past life. Was I a male or a female? Were they a male or a female? How did we know each other? Were we partners? Were we siblings? Were we family? Were we business associates? Were we friends? Did we not even know each other? Allow yourself to see what did they look like? What did I look like? Let a story unfold. Trust the first things that you get. After that, the mind loves to embellish. Don't poo-poo it. It's like hanging up the phone on your truth. Don't do it. Allow the awareness to come to you. You're going to feel it as a grain of truth or as a, as a thread of truth because your heart's going to be warm and it's, you're going to be like rushing into the story. In that experience, you can ask all sorts of things. What was the relationship about? What did we learn from each other at that time and in that lifetime? Was I good to them? Were they good to me? Were we close? Were we arch enemies? Any of these questions you can ask, right? You're holding them up to the light in your mind's eye and in your awareness. And you're asking spirit. You're asking truth. You're asking all that is source. How do I know this person? How many lifetimes have I shared with them? Trust the first number that comes up. Have they all been good or easy? I should say easy. Have they all been comfortable? Have any been uncomfortable? Show me the brightest and the most important lifetime that I shared with them. These are the kind of questions you can ask. And then ask, on our deathbed or when that life was over, did I make any promises to them? As in, if I see you again, when I see you again. I promise you that, what is it? I'll always love you. I'll always be there for you. I'll always take care of you. What are old promises that you brought into this incarnation between the two of you? In those moments, you might get full body goosebumps or whatnot. If at any point it feels cold or like there's no connection, breathe back in, lighten awareness into your whole body, and then bring the person to mind in this life, how they look now. And then hold it up to the heavens again and say, please help make this connection clear and strong. And thank you in advance for a perfect connection. And use any and all of your soul awareness to get the information. When you do get that you made promises that are attached to this incarnation, you need to take the time to determine whether or not it's still appropriate for you to hold that promise in this lifetime. It might be doing you a disservice. Perhaps you're attracted to someone else, but you're married to another and completely happy. How do you 
bargain that out, right? Sometimes what it is, is just facing it and looking at that person in that past life or looking at them in your mind's eye as they are now and saying, I'm sorry, I have to let you go. I didn't find you soon enough or my life is taken or I'm happy in where I'm at or, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't be there for you. This is not just in relationship or intimacy. This is also in sometimes we find that we've fought battles with other people and we promise to protect them or save them or provide for them all of these things. And then it's up to you to work out in this lifetime, in your present life, if that's needs to be negotiable now. Maybe you need to um, talk to their soul and say, I'm sorry, I cannot do this anymore. I thought I could be there for you, but my life is different now. And I bless you and send you on your way. And I wrap you in light. And I release you. These things are important to say. I'm going to tell you a story and then we'll get back to this. The story is this. One time I had this boyfriend that I kept going back to, going back to. And if you're listening, this is not you. This is somebody else. (laughs) This is a different boyfriend that I kept going back to, spent seven years with, then broke up, then came back to, and then broke up. It was really like, what the heck is going on? I went to England and I was in my process of studying and doing past lives. And on the second chakra, how's this? Oh my God, I totally forgot. No wonder spirit led me to this story. On the second chakra was a chastity belt in my past life awareness. And I was like, what? Like I was learning Reiki and there was a block, energy block at my sacral, right? Oh, I said second chakra. That's old school. It's the sacral chakra. Relationships, sexual issues, creativity, new beginnings. Anyway, there was a block there. They felt a block. And when we kind of checked it out more in the etheric realm, right? In in my spirit body, there was this chastity belt there. It was not um, anything like, it was made of um, metal and leather and had a lock. And it was still there. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) What is this? And then I went into who put it there. And it was this boyfriend, this particular boyfriend. And I thought, wow, how fascinating. So I went back to that lifetime, much like I'm teaching you to do now. I saw the relationship and I saw that he put it there. So I asked him for the key in my mind's eye, in my imaginal realm, in my imagination. I asked him for the key. He gave me the key. I said, it's got to go. And I took the chastity belt off and I let it go. And in that, I told him, I forgave him for kind of holding me in this way. And I sent him off with love and light. And then in that moment, I also asked, was there anything my soul wanted me to know, do, or say to release this bond, bondage, (laughs) really? And it was mostly just giving it back to him the chastity belt, giving it back to him saying, no, 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 I don't want this or need this. And you have no hold on me. And then I sent him off with light and love. And they were able to then, the people that were doing Reiki on me were able to then uh, recognize the balance that was back in the sacral chakra because that had been released. 
<laughs> felt really enlivening. Let me just say that. That was pretty powerful healing. When I came back, because we lived in the same town, when I came back to the guy, and I had seen him by fluke, because we weren't together at that point, and I saw him by fluke, and he said, you know, the weirdest thing happened to me while you were over in England. And I said, really? What's that? Now, I didn't tell him anything about this past life stuff, right? He said, the weirdest thing happened to me. I was able to finally let you go. I have now let you go out of my life. I don't feel the need to run back to relationship with you. And I said, oh, fantastic. <laughs> I didn't tell him at all what I had done, but it was proof positive that what you do in the imaginal realm, in the etheric, in past life work has a reverberation in this incarnation. And do you know, from that point forward, we never got back together again. And we had been back and forth for like three times. It was crazy. So it's this kind of stuff that I want you to um, realize that can happen when you're doing this past life work and these past life connections. So I invite you to get the full story. What needs to happen? What, what are you meant to learn from this soul interaction that you've carried forth from another lifetime? Did you make a promise that you are inclined to keep? Do you still want to keep the promise or do you want to have it be resolved also, what is the lesson they are showing up to teach you in this lifetime? This is not always pleasant. <laughs> I have a brother-in-law who said to me, you know what? You are very judgmental. That's what his soul told me in regards to my relationship with him. Because it was like kind of, you know, kind of funky at times. I was just like, what's the misfire? I just can't figure it out. And he was like, listen, I'm here to teach you um, non-judgment and you're very judgmental. <laughs> he was so right. It was so huge. It was like, oh, what a hit. What a hit to my heart. You know, it was truth. So you never know what it's about. Sometimes it's about standing up for yourself. Sometimes it's about forgiving them, you know, or releasing them so that they might move on. Because sometimes we make these promises in life, right? We say, I am going to love and honor and cherish you forever and ever and ever. I love you forever and ever and ever. Well, you know what? Your soul marks that, right? It is cool. Great. Definitely love people forever and ever. You know. And some people do promise at the end of their life, like, I'll see you in the next life. Well, that happens. That's true. Now, you might come in with different astrology or different kind of goals or different kind of unfolding that does not allow space in your life for them or they you. And so this is when the energy is muddled. But sometimes this is also good practical use when the energy is, there's a real attraction and you want to see what it's about and you want to learn from it so that you can go deeper in the relationship, you know? which is joyful and loving or whatever it is. So I just invite you to do all the good stuff, you know, do the good stuff together, <laughs> come together for the goodness. But um, in the end, when you've finished with this soulful connection while you're sitting on your couch or in your room or in your car, at the end of this, 
after you've garnered all the information of this relationship and you can go through countless relationships, you know, let me know everything and anything that I need to from this relationship. Great. And once you get it, thank you for all that awareness and information. And you can go to the next relationship, show me the next um, lifetime and how it is important and how were we related or how did I know them or what was I supposed to learn or what were they supposed to learn? What was I supposed to teach? What was it about? Allow what comes up to come up, you know, write it down, notice the connection. Remember, you're going to tune in clear sensation as to a good link, a strong link. And if it, at any point it doesn't feel strong, ask, please make this connection stronger. Breathe light in from the heavens to empower you. Breathe it out and ground through your feet into the earth, ground through the earth chakra so that you might be tethered here while garnering all that information. So like I did with that particular boyfriend, you know, perhaps there are things that you just need to release and move on. You know, what do I need to know so that I can release this connection? What do I need to know that I can let you go or let you be in your life and I can be in my life, right? These kind of things. And always thank them for coming. Thank them for being a part of that life and this life. Thank them for the knowledge and the knowing and the heartfelt relationship and the truth that they offer in this moment in your meditative time of processing your connection to them. Ask them to be filled with light and love from the heavens. Ask them to be full of divine consciousness. Ask that you be as well full of divine consciousness so that you can bring this knowing into your everyday life. Ask that the world be full of light and love and enlightened people because we are all connected. And many of us have done countless lifetimes before in various incarnations and in various places, whether on this planet or off planet. Allow the light of knowing to fill you and surge through you to empower you as you embrace your wholehearted truth. And ask if there is anything else that's meant to happen in this connection when you're making those connections. I always give soul the last word. And when you finally feel it is finished, and when you've separated with love and blessing and released the other person, if that is for the highest good, remember to thank them. Thank them for coming on a soul level. And thank all the guides and angels that have helped you in your process if you've called on them to help you through this process. And take a big breath, inhale and exhale and ground your energy. And when you're ready, bring your awareness back to your space and open your eyes. Bring your awareness back to your body, into your body, wiggle your toes. Look around, ground your energy. Big breaths in to pull all your energy in because as you've been 
seeking and searching the ethers of the records of your life, you do leave in a way your soul carries you. And so now you want to bring your soul awareness back into your whole being. And I want you to realize that you can do this on your own at any time for any relationship. If you have issues with loved ones, your children, you know, what is this about? Do we share a past life? You can do this process with anyone and you will be guided. And if you need assistance, call on the highest truth. Wrap yourself in light so you will be guided to the highest source and truth and awareness. And use it anytime you want. It's there at your disposal. So, I hope you learned a little bit from our time together. Don't forget, you can use this just in regards to relationship with others. It doesn't have to be the past life connection. It could be what what if I brought this person in my life to teach me or what am I supposed to teach them? Or is there a teaching or what's this about? You know, how can I bring joy to this relationship? Any and all of these things, right? Or, you know, mostly you just step into joy. You just be like, I'm going to just do the fun. But life can be, you know, can be for some ups and downs and comfortable and uncomfortable. That's where free will comes in. But that's a whole nother podcast, free will. Truly, we're here for soul expansion and relationships are a perfect opportunity for that. Don't forget. So, so really, you're looking at what is what is this um, relationship offering in regards to soul expansion for me or the other person? You know, why are we kind of vibrating at the same frequency at, in the moment in time? What's going on here? So I'm. I had started to say that you can get this information from two different sources. One, you can go, actually three, you can go to the source to get information. You can also go to your higher self, which is connected to source and all that is, and get the information. Or you can actually tune into the person and have conversation with them. But um, sometimes if you get just tapping into the person, you're getting a projection and um, on a soul level, it depends if they can meet you there. So that's a whole different experience that we're going to go down in future podcasts. So I tend to like to do past life connections either through source or my highest knowing, um, but more so through source, especially if I might find that I have some kind of weighted issue that I'm looking at and I, I have a little bit of uh you know, accidental ego involvement or interception, if you will. I, I'd much rather do this through source, which is why I'm offering that to you. And it's just really um, setting the intention to tap into truth, right? And you're, of course, using your higher connection through your soul awareness to get the information accurately.
Don't forget, if the connection starts to feel threadbare, or if you feel like you're making it up, you can stop, direct your attention to the heavens, to the highest truth, and ask, um, did I just make that up? <laughs> and you're going to hear a yes or a no, or you're going to feel the answer of yes or no. And if you uh, get a yes, you can ask why, or you can um, uh, say... Um, then help me make this connection clearer and stronger and breathe energy in and, you know, forgive yourself, move on, you know, you're learning and uh, just really take the time to breathe in and say, I'd like to be connected to the highest truth, the highest source to get information on this relationship and then dive in again. Right. And then after your whole experience has ended definitely be open to signs throughout the week. You might see some things that uh, pertain or are images or illustrations to a life that you've tapped into, or that person might contact you, even if you, you know, haven't even been thinking about them other than in the setting. Um, just be open to signs in regards to your newfound awareness. That's always fun. And then of course, thank the universe for the signs and giggle with spirit. They love angels, especially if they're the ones sending your signs, which they are usually the ones. Um, say thank you, thank you. Got the sign. Appreciate it. <laughs> so thank you so much <laughs> for joining me on this uh, excursion, if you will. You have been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. You can find me on many podcasts and I'm also on social media, Instagram and Facebook and even Twitter under Constance Mesmer, or I think Twitter is C Mesmer. You can find all the links in my website, ConstanceMesmer.com. Thank you again. It's been an honor to share with you. Thank you for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.